Hey, my name's Ty Baumanis. And I'm Connor Dorney. And for some reason, you are listening to The Fantasy Morons. Happy holidays from the Fantasy Morons. Merry Christmas, everybody. So you can put... Or whatever ju- whatever you are into. You can put jingle bells in there, you said? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll add in. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I mean, we might get sued for it, but... That's, you know what? That's It's worth it, honestly. Our the lawyers, holiday spirit. Our lawyer's good at this. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty ba- good. How are ba- you? Good, good. About to uh, go to the home stretch of the fantasy football and NFL season. Yeah. Three weeks left. Lots on the line. Only Money the, on the line. Only the lucky are still alive. Yes. I am lucky in one of my leagues. I'm lucky in two of my leagues. Well, well there you go. That's Look all you me. can ask for. Look at best, me. Best Christmas present ever. Just so all the listeners know, uh, I'm not actually good at fantasy football. This is... I started a podcast with Connor... Uh, after many years of being terrible, I came in dead last in one of my leagues last year, and I was like, "You know what'll turn this all around? Let's start a podcast and give everyone advice." And there, it look, you're in the playoffs in two of your leagues. I know. I think so. It clearly works. My league mates listen to this. Oh, okay. So we've got to record forever then. Basically, if we want any chance of getting our buy-in back. Yeah, things are are going okay. I I barely won last week. Uh, I was very bad. The team I was against was just a little bit worse. Well, there you go. So a win's a win. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the the benefit of having George Kittle on my roster for last week, uh, my must-win game, because if I didn't lose, the uh, teams behind me both won. So I was going to be out of a spot if I didn't win, and George Kittle came up big. I was, I was starting to worry there with Gronk's numbers in the early game because I was like, wow, is Gronk finally coming back? And then Kittle had... 200 yards in the in the first half he didn't and then he didn't have a single yard in the second half yeah the first half was good enough very interesting 34 points four yards away from the all-time tight end record and shanahan was like nah you wait in line no you're good buddy yeah i mean we gotta pay you a little bit extra if you hit that i'm younger than you i think so we're not gonna (laughs) give you these yards seriously i uh I, i wore a uh brown shirt for Sunday football to the bar yeah. it is a you've seen it it is a shirt with just a giant Baker Mayfield face it and sure the is. headband <laughs> says Cleveland Browns uh-huh. and it's my favorite shirt because you could wear all the Cardinals gear in the world and walk around any city in America and no one will say anything to right. you but if you walk a hundred yards wearing a Browns shirt in any city, <laughs> somebody will yell "Go Browns!" at you. Oh, there you go. It's, I oh my god, I, wearing it through the airport, people were saying things. Somebody on my plane when I was walking to my seat stopped me and said they liked my shirt. Went to the grocery store uh, Sunday morning before the games, uh-huh. and a fully grown man in the store stops us and says "Go Brownies!" and tries to lift up his outer sweater to show his undershirt that was browns just exposes half his gut (laughs) but nope sticks with it really pulls it down brown shirt i just saw a tiny splash of orange he didn't even really do it well yeah but it was a brown shirt and he was so happy that sounds like a browns fan honestly that whole interaction yeah i would pay 15 dollars just to have those interactions (laughs) with browns fans all the time even even my uh my lovely fiance when you came i think you were wearing that shirt a couple weeks ago and she said she liked the shirt she had no idea who baker made feel is nope. but you know what it's a cool shirt he's an r&b People, singer he's, yeah. uh mc mc baker yeah 
He's a uh, baker. He's pretty great. Cooking up hot tracks. I had uh, I had an experience this last weekend with a different fan base. Okay. Much different than the Browns. <laughs> I went to my fiance is from Nogales, Arizona, a small border town in southern Arizona. And we went there. We went to their annual Christmas parade. And it's, it's typical Christmas parade. Lots of, you know, school bands going through people with lights decked out on their cars. Uh, but then the most important and most interesting section of the parade was the Nogales Raider Nation section of the parade. And I'm not shitting you. I feel like it was half of the parade. Like that's how many Raiders fans uh, flock to Nogales and are part of Raiders Nation in Nogales. They had this massive, um, massive bus that was like, the the frame was taken apart a little bit so it almost looked like a cage on wheels and they had raider fans like sitting in it which i imagine feels a lot like watching a raiders game like you feel trapped so i think that that was a very good artistic choice but oh my god raiders fans can go all out and uh, i'll be damned if they're three and nine or two and ten this year like they're a they're a very passionate fan base and uh, a little bit terrifying but you know what? They took up half the Christmas parade, and it was a jolly good time. Wow, that sounds like Christmas to me. That sounds beautiful. That uh, I, I actually I want silver and black. I want Raider Nation to start wearing like leather cuts, like bikers, and it, it'll just say like on the back, it'll just say Oakland Raiders, and then it'll say No Gallus Charter, just wherever, <laughs> whatever. Because yeah. we know they're a gang for real. You Gru- know what I mean? Gruden's Angels. Yeah, is that gonna be <laughs> that gonna be the new gang? Yeah. Oh, I could. Should we make jackets for next season? I mean, that's probably the greatest idea we've had on this podcast that is, so far. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, uh, type that out and and email it to us so we don't forget. Gruden's Angels. Gruden's Angels, and then we'll wear them for like eight games that he's still coaching next season. Yeah. My, awesome. Uh, uh, Jessica's dad has a motorcycle, so I mean, we could really get into this if we wanted we to. We could. Yeah. My neighbor's selling a Vespa. Ah, so <laughs> perfect. I can just spray paint it black. Yeah, that sounds more appropriate. That's that's more for like a Titans gang, you know. Yeah. A Vespa. Well, where I, I just wish I was included on this Raiders uh, Navidad parade. I mean, come down to Nogales next year. Was Be any, a part of Raider Nation. The most Raiders Christmas thing I can picture, did anyone have a black uh, Santa suit? No, but even better. There was a woman walking down the street in a black and silver quinceanera dress. Same thing. Sa- yeah, same thing. Happy holidays. Ha- That's fantastic. Happy holidays indeed. Big Gruden fan she is. Oh, yeah. Really loves Doug Martin. She hated Reggie McKenzie. She's glad he's gone. <laughs> Get that GM out of here. Yep. Oh man, what do we uh, what do we have on on tap today? Let's see. We have uh, we have news. We're gonna go over news. We have fuck Mary kill to help you set your lineups because you have to win again this week or you're out. You sure do. Uh, win or go home. We have a listener question in. Uh, before we dive into our week 14 recap, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fantasy morons podcast. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play at the Fantasy Morons. And our Twitter is up and running at fantasy FB morons. If you want to just tweet hateful things at us and tell us we were wrong. And if you guys had trouble accessing the podcast on Spotify, that problem is fixed now. So you don't have to worry any longer. We are officially in the clear on 
Spotify hosting our podcast and it is costing a thousand dollars a month. That's okay. We but do that's, it for you guys. We do it for the listeners. Shout out Ryan for DMing me on Instagram and telling me that it's unavailable on Spotify. Oh. Because we probably would have never known. Ryan Garisich? No. Oh. No, that Ryan. piece of shit has oh. never welcome back. <laughs> you've you've already blocked him on Instagram. Right? Yeah, I have. Okay. Long ago, actually. Yeah. No, Ryan Brady. Uh, I Straight see. out of Tucson, Arizona. Shout out Ryan very, Brady. Yes, very helpful. He's actually now our producer. Oh, um, I that's think how that it works. Is, yeah, if you DM us, you are officially a producer. That's yeah. how this credit works. He has a uh, 49% stake in the Fantasy Morons. Yeah. All right, let's get into a little bit of uh, week 14 recap once again. Uh, as you can see on your laptop, Connor. I sure um, can. It just says good and bad and then names. Well, that's all you can really boil it down to. Yeah. that's it. Guys are either good or they're bad. You know who was really good this week? Derrick Henry. Who's actually bad. Derrick yeah. Henry. No, here's a hot take. Derrick Henry is actually good. He is stuck in running back purgatory in Tennessee. Yeah, I also think that Fournette and uh, Derrick Henry switch bodies like some Freaky <laughs> Friday shit, and I don't know if they ever switch back. So I don't know. Derrick Derrick Henry Derrick Henry has always been better than Leonard Fournette. Hot take. People forget. Hot take. People forget. Uh, you know, Alabama beating LSU. That's yeah. That's People very for, true. Well, that's every season. So. Yeah, you got to be more that's, specific, I guess. When Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette played for the teams, I really, I really want to see because I think Derrick Henry is a free agent at the end of the year. I think his rookie deal's up. Maybe it's next year, but I would love to see Derrick Henry go to a team that can actually like utilize him efficiently. Yeah, you know, it's too many numbers for me already. I don't know. Yeah, right. salaries, whatever. I said Just teams. tell me where they ended up. I said teams. <laughs> where uh, does he live now? <laughs> Uh, Jarvis Landry was very good. Still a mystery. He was a running back and he was a wide receiver and he only had like three catches, but had a monster day. Well, hey, the Browns are getting awfully creative on offense. That uh, that Freddie Kitchens, is that the, yep. the OC's oh, name? Yeah, bet he your is, ass. Freddie Kitchens, man, he is cooking up something special in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I always pictured him as like a, a smaller, like younger guy because he's now getting a shot. Uh-huh. Boy, is he a oh, big yeah. old fat guy. Yep, I, I totally got that one wrong yeah, too because yeah. I literally had never heard of him before and I was like, what does this guy look like? And you have that picture in your mind, sort of like McVeigh-esque, you know, like yeah. oh, Freddie Kitchens. Like that sounds like a very up-and-coming coach. Just yeah, a handsome guy. Yeah, and then you're like, wow, that's actually just a tackling dummy. Well, I heard Kitchens and I was like, well, the obvious thought is he's a fat guy because of kitchen right. and it's like ah, he's probably like a, a scrawnier dude nope no nope. spends a lot of time in the kitchen also who is named freddie now nowadays people I feel that like were named frederick uh 10 years ago all right well there you go i don't know yeah maybe named after freddie mercury it could be could be actually he's a, he is he's the I, best I, he's the best singer in the browns coaching staff yeah <laughs> We're not people, gonna, people we're not gonna make that. other jokes. People we're gonna don't move know past that. that. Yes. Uh no aids. Um Julian <laughs> Julian Edelman, very big game. Uh-huh. I, I love the disrespect that Edelman gets every week. You uh, did you did talk about you you uh, pounded the table for Julian Edelman yeah, last week. It's but here's what people don't understand. His floor is like five catches for sixty yards. Yeah. Which is still very good. But his uh-huh. ceiling is like what he just did, which was uh like I don't know, nine catches or something, 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Like, since he's come back in week five, I don't think he's been in the single digits in PBR. 
He's literally between 16 and like 23 points every single week. Mm-hmm. But all the uh, all the websites and expert rankings have him like by 30 every week. I'm like, do you guys not realize he's the guy? <laughs> he's doing it every yeah. week. Yeah. Every he, week. He's and consistent. I think he's going to torch uh, the Steelers this weekend. It's going to be a shootout. And uh, he gets to go against the linebackers that... We really get exploited by slot wide receivers. That's that's very true. That's too analytical, though. Pittsburgh has had problems covering tight ends, and with how easy it's been to take Gronk away from the game at this point, like that should open things up pretty significantly for Edelman. Yeah, fire up Julian Edelman again. I say that because I have to. Fire uh, him up. Uh, Amari Cooper uh, made Jerry Jones look smart. Fuck. Temporarily. Damn it. Temporarily. Damn it, Jerry Jones looks smart. But that's see that's the Jerry Jones effect, you know. He makes so many dumb decisions, and then he stumbles upon a guy like Dak Prescott in his first couple years, you know, uh, a guy who had a DUI before the draft happened. Otherwise, he would probably wouldn't have been in that range to pick him. And then he ends up winning a bunch of games. Oh, Jerry Jones looks smart. It's like no, he took a guy with a DUI that everybody else didn't want on their team. That's like literally half their roster. Like, oh, Randy Gregory, like all these dudes who fall to them, Jalen Smith, like they all have super big red flags that you can't fault teams for not biting on that particular player. And then it's like, okay, well, they turn out to be good. But what was the percentage that, you know, the, the what was the probability that guy was going to be as good as he is? Just it's damaged, pretty low. It's pretty the damaged low. produce approach. It's what I do at yeah. every grocery store I go to. If you drop the apple on the ground and then bring it up, save like 18 cents. When Jerry Jones heard about the romaine uh, recall, he ordered his staffers to bring all of the romaine lettuce they could find, and he just started eating it by the handful. Mm-hmm. That's what Jerry Jones does. Some people don't know that. Yeah. I, I'm just picturing now the scene from uh, Big Daddy when the little kid is spiking Chef Boyardee on the ground <laughs> to make a damaged goods. That's that's Jerry Jones yeah. with, with draft prospects. Yeah, pretty much. Get him in the third round. <laughs> He's uh, only got one leg. Cooper, uh, Legitimately, Cooper looks good. They're just force feeding him, and that's all he needs. He's going to need 20 targets to have a great day, but like... If it's a team and an offense capable of doing it, I guess uh, go for it. Here's the other thing, though. How could the Cowboys not win that division with how the other teams are playing? Fucking Washington was starting Mark Sanchez at quarterback last week. The Eagles are a mess. The Giants are randomly winning, but they're also not good. You know, if the if the Cowboys didn't win the division this year, then that would be reason to fire everybody in that building at this point. You know, yeah, they're they're playing better, and Cooper has been a big addition to that offense. But it's also sort of like a perfect storm thing, you know. Yeah, I agree. He looks good though. Uh, we already touched on it. George Kittle mm-hmm. is his quarterback just like a jugs machine behind the line. Now they're just it doesn't matter who it is. They're just launching the ball. I think so. I think they just like dress it up in a different hat or like put a mustache on it from week to week but yep. that's about the only thing that changes <laughs> yep put a mullins jersey on the jux machine yeah everybody knows who that is uh jared cook i hate him uh i hate him he's so spotty last year i picked him up after he was good got me back to back zeros yeah and then i dropped him out of spite and then he had the big week again and it's i, I forever hate him and a lot of people <laughs> hate him i think you touched on it by saying i picked him up after he was good yeah well, 
you know, that is fantasy football. That's true. <laughs> uh, Juju looks like Antonio Brown out there. Juju's a beast. Yeah. He's he's a beast. Antonio Brown, I mean, boy, I, I took him high in both of my paid leagues this year, but, man, he is... Uh, you know, losing a lot of fantasy value on a week to week basis. Yeah. Well, when Roethlisberger retires in the off season, they will both be irrelevant next year. Pretty much because Mason Rudolph is their backup quarterback. I think still, uh, Dobbs. Oh, Josh Dobbs. Who's even worse. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, so that's ugly. Uh, fuck you, Tom Brady. He was quarterback one this week i played against him oh. Every, everybody was like it's in miami uh it's the fantasy playoffs he's gonna be shit <laughs> wasn't shit he was the best quarterback this yeah. week mm-hmm. uh eli manning was so good that it's the first time i've seen his big dumb face close up on the screen and it's because he's out of the game because they were already winning yeah. they were already so far gone in the game that they were like look at how great he is and he's just mouth breathing away <laughs> he's just oh i hate him i when i when i see them zoom in on him i'm just like oh god peyton definitely calls him every sunday morning to remind him he has a game <laughs> just no idea they show him getting oxygen on the sidelines he's just like literally sucking the oxygen tube like oxygen oh. canister <laughs> He's just, I, I want to hear him in a huddle. Okay, guys. Um, uh, Saquon? Uh, all, all the Giants plays are one syllable. <laughs> Why do, when, whenever I, I picture him, too, I just picture him, uh, just, just wet uh, mouth chewing. Just, God, he's gross. Potatoes. Yeah, retire. That's their, that's their top play. Oh, we got a, a little peek at Kyle Lalletta in that game, and... Boy, did Eli Manning look even better after that little sample. I mean, Kyle Lauletta really, he's hes only elusive uh, when he's getting away from the police at this point. So Nice. He's still, he's still got a long ways to nice. develop. And they pulled him over, so he wasn't even elusive with them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Under the bad list, Antonio Brown actually won me my week because I was playing against him. And Todd Gurley put uh, up a dog. Wow. Well, that's... I tell you what, I need Antonio Brown to have a bounce back. Otherwise, I'm not going to go very far in the playoffs. I still have a pretty strong team outside of that, but he can't put up the five for 35 like he did last week if I want a chance at, at winning. That's for sure. That is the worst game I've ever seen him have, and boy, it could have not come at a better time for me. Uh, <laughs> as we said, Cortland Sutton, not a wide receiver one. No. Uh, you not know yet. Who, not you know yet. who else is in the wide receiver one? Kenny Galladay. Oof. Ever since they lost Tate and Marvin Jones, he has been terrible. Yeah. And every other podcast is going to tell you to keep rolling him out. Stop doing that shit. Yeah. That's, He's really uh, not good. The Lions are terrible. Downhill real quick. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate, not good. No. I mean, why does anyone still own Golden Tate? That was one of my most proud drops this year. I dropped him after two weeks when he was on the Eagles. Someone I, scooped him up immediately. I mean, I, I think it's just a, a history thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, he looks terrible in that offense. He had the one good game two weeks ago. Yep. Eh, it was lucky. Uh, Jared Goff got negative points. Congrats to the Bears defense. I told you before the year, Bears going to be good. Look at look at the way they're playing. They're, they've, they've won with Chase Daniel as their quarterback. I mean, that shows how much of a goddamn genius Matt Nagy is. Yeah. Okay? yeah. They've got a great young defense. I mean, 
they they could really make some noise in the playoffs. I was getting made fun of for benching Chicago's defense this week. I'm like, against the Rams, come on. I'm going <laughs> to bench up again against Green Bay. I don't need that divisional shit in my playoffs. Oh, boy. No way. Uh, Kirk Cousins is just a more attractive Case Keenum with less arm strength. Yeah, that was a very uneven game on offense for Minnesota. Adam Thielen didn't have a catch in the first half from what I remember. Nope. And basically, apparently what Seattle did was they put seven defensive backs on the field and Kirk Cousins was like, who do I throw to? And then all of a sudden, Frank Clark was in his face. So I guess that's the formula to, to beating the Vikings. That's, yeah, that's, but yeah, that's he made some very poor decisions for a guy that's making eight hundred million dollars this year. Yeah, he uh, is also responsible for getting their offensive coordinator fired this week. Yeah, who's apparently going to be somebody's head coach. So uh, bless whoever decides to make him a head coach. That's literally like getting fired at a restaurant for being a terrible server, and some being like, "Come manage our Golden Corral." <laughs> You can do it. Uh, we're not getting out of this game without addressing also your quarterback, Russell Wilson, 79 pass yards. Danger, Russ. That's what happens when you run over all over the one of the best run defenses in the league to the tune of like 200-some yards. Don't even need to throw. Yep. And that's the thing. I mean, we talked about it a little bit the last couple of weeks, but, you know, Russell, like, he's not putting up the passing numbers necessarily – from like yardage standpoint that he used to, but he only needs to throw it 10 times a game and he throws three touchdowns. Like that's good enough offense for me. Listen, great for your Seahawks, bad for <laughs> fantasy football. Oh, it's and ter- that's what we're here for. It's terrible for fantasy. They football. got the win though. I, I, I heard somewhere, uh, somebody mentioned that the two games in Wilson's career where he's thrown for less than 80 yards are both wins. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I pretty, guess that works. Pretty remar- I think one of them came against the Cardinals a couple of years, years ago, from you what sh- I remember. You shut your mouth. Uh, I'll never let's shut see. it. We got some, That's why I have a microphone. Some terrible running backs. Leonard Fournette, also why I won my matchup this week. Uh, Adrian Peterson looks very old against bad teams. He is 57. Yeah. Whenever there's a matchup that's like, this is it. This is the juicy one. He does. He's terrible. And then he'll like carve up some good team and we'll be like, AP. And then (laughs) next week he'll get like Tampa Bay and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start him. And he'll go out for 30 yards. Adrian Peterson won the Heisman. Like he actually played with the Heisman guy with the leather helmets. Like that's. Yeah. When he won the Heisman, they actually sprayed that man bronze and handed him to AP. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how that started. He just picked him up and brought him back to his hotel room. Yeah. And now he lives there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's He's dead. He's his butler. The paint killed him. Yeah. (laughs) That let'll get you. Uh, Tevin Coleman, another week, uh, another $10 million. He's not getting in free agency. Nope. Another reason to not pay a bunch of money to running backs, maybe. So how good is Devontae Freeman, actually, if these other two, Ito Smith and, and Tevin Coleman, can't get anything going, but Devontae Freeman looked awesome? I, boy, I don't know, but I'm sure his agent is really liking what's happening right now. Yeah, really, this injury to uh, Devontae Freeman is just going to make him more money at the end of the day. Uh, and Todd Gurley. Good old Todd. The streak had to end. Todd Gurley the second. Mm-hmm. Streak had to end. It sure did. It sure did. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what streak it is, but it's just the streak of him uh, carrying my fantasy team ended. Well, it you know it comes at a perfect time, yeah. right? As the playoffs are starting, right as the playoffs are rolling. So, 
you know, I'm sure that he's going to put up like 52 points next week and then piss a bunch of people off that had some hope that the person they're playing in the first round this week who has Gurley, uh, that they actually had a chance of winning. See, that's why I'm actually very happy that my team sort of put up a dud this last week in week one and I still found a way to win because they're not going to dud that bad again. I have too many pretty good players. Somebody will... Uh, Somebody will break out. See, that's what I'm worried about because my performance was very, it was much like I had George Kittle, so he went off, uh, but I also had Antonio Brown who had five. So I'm like, even if it evens out, like, I don't know where I'm going to be because I don't expect, because I have to play the same guy I played this week in the first round of the playoffs. And he he had a lot of duds. He had Chris Godwin in his flex who did not do anything for him. One point. Yes. You got tape on him now. You got tape on the other team. That's true. Yeah. You got to you got to uh-huh. grind the tape this week. I'm watching the tape. I'm watching those those waiver wire pickups. Check all, out all those the mouse ad clicks. Drops. Uh, Checking I, them out. I've actually uh, I, I've really reached a new low. I woke up at three thirty in the morning last night, and my brain woke me up to tell me that waivers ran basically. Wow. And I made a waiver move at three thirty in the morning. Well, I'm at the other end of the spectrum because I still have Sammy Watkins on my roster and I know he's out four to six weeks. So you guys know who to listen to. Listen to the half lisp over here. (laughs) I'm really dedicated to this shit. Uh, I make very rash decisions at three 30 with one eye open. We'll see how far each other gets in the playoffs. Yeah. Not much farther for me. I don't think. Uh, all right. We got a little bit of news. Carson Wentz is probably out this week with back spasms. I mean, at this point, why even start him the rest of the year? Yeah, who gives a shit is yeah. my thought yeah. process on this one. Uh, Spencer Ware is doubtful for tonight. Uh, Tyreek Hill is questionable, but will play tonight. Melvin Gordon is a game-time decision, and Austin Eckler is out. That'll be a big decision because my fantasy opponent like I said, that I played last week. He's got Melvin Gordon. And he appara- he also had Kareem Hunt. So he's already texting about, you know, man, Kareem Hunt, like, ruined my season. Now Melvin Gordon's out. But, hey, I got a chance. He's still the number one seed, so you can't can't take him lightly. But uh, if, if Melvin Gordon doesn't play, I got a decent shot of advancing. Yeah, and as we know, Melvin Gordon is coming back from a uh, knee injury. So everything will be fine. Everything will be okay. He won't get in for uh, seven snaps and re-aggravate it, and then Justin Jackson goes off. And I have Justin Jackson. So Great. You'll I've, watch the points pile up on your bench. That's fine, though. I've, I've covered my bases, so he can't uh, use the whole handcuff situation. All right. Me. I like it. A little defense. Yeah. And James Conner this week? Uh, we don't know. Tom once said he might play, which means he's not going to play. He's got a high Tom ankle sprain, which means he's paralyzed from the waist down. And Mike Tomlin also thinks Ben Roethlisberger is a good guy. So yeah, yep. he loves him. Great yeah. locker room leadership. Yeah, great, great locker room. Uh, and he loves Lev Bell. Remember sure when does. Lev Bell and Legarrette Blunt got busted smoking weed together? It's like I don't know why that's not <laughs> talked about more now. Like I feel like that that has aged so well. That's like the, the two most fitting people to get busted smoking weed in a car is oh, Le'Veon sure Bell and Legarrette Blunt. It sure has. Uh, a, a bit of news that I actually um, sent you earlier this week, and we had discussed briefly. Obviously, the quarterback situation in Washington is a dire one, and the Redskins turned to Josh Johnson, a NFL journeyman. Uh, to say because, the least because they realized they had Mark Sanchez starting for the first three quarters 
And apparently, uh, a news story came out that said Josh Johnson played Madden to learn the names of his teammates before being signed to Washington this week. That's a that's a quick thinker right there. That is quick thinker. You know, you know what I want as a follow up to that. Did he use Washington or did he play against them? Because I feel like if he's a smart Madden player, he's going to play against them. You know, he's going to sign himself into a different team and then play against Washington because they're such a mess. That's true. It, it was one of the odd weeks where like their team was actually sort of healthy. I was like, how funny would it be if he was, it was just like James and Crowder, Chris Thompson. Why are these guys on the field with me in real life? Where are they? They were, he found Crowder. He actually looked, he turned injuries off. He looked pretty good. He looked decent. That's what happens when you play quarterback directly after Mark Sanchez. You know, what's crazy though is he got, he was signed last week. Yeah. He didn't even know the damn playbook. They just brought this guy. Can you be an NFL journeyman also if like no one wanted you on their team and you weren't on a roster? I guess because you probably have one of two options. Like you're either going to play for Washington or you're going to play for Oakland. Like those are the two teams you play for. That's very true. He is. Uh, he was one of the higher picks in that uh, weird uh, generic cereal brand football league. Oh, is that right? The, what is it? Alliance of America f- football? Something. Oh, yeah, yeah. American. Oh, yeah. Uh, something, something. Yeah, there's, there's a team out there. One of those eight teams is just praying every <laughs> game that he doesn't get hurt. They lost their franchise quarterback. Our 20 season ticket holders are going to bail if, oh, man. <laughs> if Josh Johnson goes down. He's going to be playing until he's 65 in that league. Seriously. It's going to be flag football eventually. Yeah, it's going to be played at the nicest high school football stadiums in all of, you know, bumfuck towns and mm-hmm. states no one wants to be in. Yep. Arizona does have a team. They do have a team? Yeah. Yeah, the, the hot shots. Yep. Correct? Yep. Yep. It's we have th- three football teams here. What what a world we live in. Yep. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah, little little rough these days. Uh, let's see. People have actually pulled their sponsors Oh, is that, is that right? Yeah. I was wondering, we got it. We got an email from jelly belly and they said, we listened to Connor on the last episode and, uh, they will no longer be sponsoring the podcast. Oh, they, they also emailed me. They, they just put something in the subject line. All it said was a hundred yards means a hundred yards. So I, I don't know how to take that, but I'm going to look into it. I don't, yeah. You know, hundred yards is also the length of a football field. So like maybe it's a football. Reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would, I would go back. I'm going to try and tomorrow. meet tomorrow. I'm going to try and meet with him next week. That sounds good. Uh, let's, uh, let's jump ahead. Let's jump ahead to, uh, some fuck, Mary kill. Let's do let's, it. Uh, I'll check some receipts from last week. Uh, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson said to fucking marry those two. They were both, very good. Josh Josh Allen continues his Josh Vick. Uh yes, the white Vick, yeah. as they would say. Boy uh, is he boy is he uh strangely athletic. He's a very uh interesting athlete, yep. to say the least. Married Julian Edelman. He potentially won you your week last week. Uh-huh. And uh, Marlon Mack, LeGarrette Blunt, and Justin Jackson all sucked. So what do you want us to do on that one? Whoops-a-daisy. That was you know? my list. But you know what? There really was no possibility of having a winner No there. winner, no loser. It's a wash. Sorry if you started them, losers. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should have some real running backs. You should actually listen to this podcast next time. Let's see here. Um, 
I got one. I got actually. I want wide receivers this week. Give me wide receivers. Give you wide receivers. All right. We're doing a special uh, playoff edition of Fucking Ray Kill where we're adding in defenses yes. this week too. Yes. At the end, the the, the defenses are going to be one of the most important things in the playoffs because it's the most difficult position to project week to week. Yep. But man, I've I've had defenses lose me games this season, so I can't afford that in the playoffs. I can tell you that much. So we'll start with wide receivers. We'll go fuck, Mary kill. And again, if you guys are not familiar, fuck, you think they're due for a big game this week. Uh, Mary is, you want them for the rest of the season. I guess at this point you want them for the rest of the playoffs. You're confident in their, in putting them in your lineup week to week, whether that's, you know, wide receiver in your flex, whatever it may be. And kill is you don't trust them. This is playoff crunch time. You need the numbers. You need reliable players in fantasy, especially in the playoffs. And kill, you don't want these guys to to be counted on. Not even on the time. earth. Not even on the earth. Yeah, you do not do not want them to exist. No, not around your kids. Nowhere. Nope. Uh, so let's start with wide receivers. Fuck Mary Kill. Mike Evans at Baltimore. Tyler Lockett at San Francisco. And Jarvis Landry at Denver. Who you got? Fuck Mary Kill. See, I did I did put these names in hoping that you would get it because I have to decide between some of these this week. Oh, okay. This is, this is I, I got it. This I, mean, was, I, I gotta this make was this a decision. very coordinated effort here. I don't know. We just have a Google Doc and sometimes we edit it. We yeah, we're I don't. we're actually taking a knee right now. That's how we're recording this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh at least Connor's paying his electric bill so we can keep recording. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Uh, I am going to. These are all floodlights, actually. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Tyler Lockett. Against San Francisco. Not a bad, not a bad choice. He's a home run hitter. He's been pretty good. The only game he had one reception was against San Francisco two weeks ago. Uh-huh. But it was a long bomb touchdown pretty sure they could do something like that again with a couple more tries a couple more receptions uh i'm gonna marry jarvis landry marry jarvis landry wow. this is not how i thought this was gonna oh, go boy. in my own brain jarvis didn't think about this either i mean this is a, a surprise to say the least the browns are a good offense he had his two and a half down weeks and now they are forcing him into situations, and he's doing great. Now they're winning yeah. when he's making plays, so they're going to keep going to him, I think. Freddie Kitchens effect, baby. It, he, he had all the targets at first, and that's changed, and now they're using him all over in different formations. I like it. I like Jarvis Landry the rest of the year. Denver's defense is getting soft. They lost Chris Harris. Uh, I like Jarvis Landry this week and uh, for one more week after that because that's all there is left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Hey, I hate to do this. I've backed this guy all year. Uh, I'm going to kill Mike Evans. Oh, boy. Kill Mike Evans. He is at Baltimore this week. He is at Dallas next week. Two great defenses. Uh, it's, I don't know. He, he got he got his 1,200 yards, and now they're like, hey, listen, Mike, uh, you had a good year. We're just going to work other people in. We're going to let Jameis murder, murder our center right now. So. Jameis is... is I don't know. He's very hit and miss. And yeah. against two good defenses, I think he's going to miss. And I don't want any part of it. I don't want Godwin. I don't want Humphreys. Peyton Barber, no one should roster him anyways. 
I'm out. I'm out on the Bucks this week. All right. And next week. Kill, All right. Kill Mike Evans. Uh, yeah. Not going to elaborate because I'm a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to, uh, to some running backs. All right. Let's do it. Uh, let's see here. We have Damian Williams versus the Chargers mm-hmm. on Thursday night. Yeah. We have Kenneth Dixon versus Tampa Bay. Getting more worked in lately. Okay. Or Elijah McGuire versus Houston with Crowell in a walking boot, likely to miss. Boy, that's tough. Um, man, I, I'm going to say fuck Damian Williams against the Chargers. Okay. Spencer wears out. Sammy Watkins is out. The Chiefs... And they really have to win this game. That's that's the thing. This is a really important Thursday night game. Yep. And Andy Reid is obviously very creative on offense. He can spread the ball around. I think that he'll find a way to use Damian Williams with wear out. Maybe sort of not necessarily take pressure off of Mahomes. But, I mean, you want Mahomes fresh for a playoff run. So maybe they start taking a little bit of the load off of him, trying to run the ball a bit more, uh, trying to, you know, get him into situations where, like last week, he had to scramble out of the pocket and make plays to, to save his life, basically. Uh, so I like Damian Williams' chance to pop against the Chargers this week. Their run defense has been pretty hit or miss, so I think they'll they'll get him involved in a number of different ways. Mary, I'm going to go... Kenneth Dixon. Ooh. I'm going to go Kenneth Dixon. He's been he's been a dude of mine for a while and obviously it's very tough to trust anybody in the Baltimore backfield. Who knows when Joe Flacco is going to be back, how that's going to play into the game plan. You know, Lamar Jackson has done a great job so far, but I also imagine when Flacco does come back and they're going to want him back soon, they're going to try and lean heavily on the run game they're not going to have Flacco sit back there and throw it 40 50 times a game so even though Tampa Bay's running defense has been pretty good this season I still like Kenneth Dixon based on volume going going the rest of the year so I'll marry Kenneth Dixon which means I'm going to kill Elijah McGuire the Jets have been so inconsistent in terms of getting their backs touches Sam Darnold is I described him during the draft as Jekyll and Hyde because you really don't know what you're getting week to week. He could throw five interceptions. You know, it's a very, it it seems like it's a very uneven game plan for the Jets for, from a week to week basis. And right now, other than the couple games that, uh, what's his name? What was the other Jets running back that had a a few huge games earlier this year? Powell? No, 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 not Powell. Not Crowell. Crowell, yeah, yeah. Crowell, yeah. He had the couldn't think of that name. I, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why. It's okay. They okay. all blend together because they're all like okay, but they don't get enough volume to make a difference. Yeah. And going against Houston, as good as Houston's defense is, I don't trust any Jets running back the rest of the year, much as you don't trust any Tampa Bay wide receiver the rest of the year. I like it. I like that analysis. Yeah. And we can just uh, move right on. Uh, so how I would kill uh, Elijah McGuire. I would sentence him to life in prison and 
as part of his sentence, he would get a TV and he would get an Xbox. And luckily for him, the game that he would play on the Xbox is Madden. But, but the downside is that the only option he has is to play as the Washington Redskins with Mark Sanchez as his quarterback. Okay. And eventually, after, I don't know, probably three games, you know that it would start to take his toll and he would quietly hang himself with a bed sheet in the corner of the room when the guards turned away. And they would look into his cell and they would see Mark Sanchez currently with a two for 19 line and four interceptions. And they would say, I get it. And folks, that is why you have the 30 second fast forward button on Apple podcasts. I can make this a lot longer. And that's why I, that was like, that's why I edit the podcast. Three taps. You're right back to me talking. All right. There you go. Right there. Moving on to, to good hearty analysis. Well, let me explain it again. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we know there will be plenty of time for that. Cause you're going to have to murder an entire defense coming up. Oh boy. Uh, all right. Quarterbacks. You got any quarterbacks? Quarterbacks. Format? Let's, uh, let's go. Phillip rivers at Kansas city. Big Thursday night game. Huge playoff implications. Uh, we'll go Lamar Jackson against Tampa Bay at home and Dak Prescott at the Colts. Fuck Mary Kill, who you got? All right, we're all we're gonna do a first on this podcast. There are many firsts in the Fuck Mary Kill segment. Usually, oh, that's really uh, yeah. we don't really get through an episode you're, without. You're changing deal. legislation left and right. You know, Mary and fuck, fuck then Mary. Uh, guess what we're doing this week? Oh boy, are you killing uh, everybody? You'd think. You would think. I'm going to fuck Philip Rivers. Okay. And I'm going to fuck. Dak Prescott. That's with two U's, actually. That's a threesome. Wow. If anyone's keeping oh, track. Oh, boy. This is the first threesome in Fantasy Morons history. Wow. We're only in our first season, but, you know, you've seen it all with us. Uh, I like Rivers at Kansas City. Uh, it's a must-win game, pretty much. It is. For both teams. He's looked great this year. He still throws like a... Uh, you know, I'm not, I was going to say something that was going to get our lawyer on us again. Yeah. He throws like someone with a slight disability. Let's just say that he's, he throws like somebody who had never seen somebody throw a football before. And then they're like, we're going to give you $80 million to throw a football for the rest of your life. And he's like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I think I got this. So you just throw it from the side. Uh-huh. Uh, and Dak, Dak has come on with, Amari Cooper. He's been great the last couple weeks. Uh-huh. Indy this week, not scared of that matchup. I think he's going to be great. Uh, I like them both. I like them both this week. There you go. So the fate Welcome of Lamar both. Jackson now hangs in the balance. Going to marry him. Going to marry him. Got to announce the starter this week Yeah. with Flacco backing up. They already shoved cameras in Flacco's face and said, how do you feel? And he's like, you know, it's out of my hands. Uh, I'm not very good. Uh, you know, I'm proud of this guy. But at least I make $800 million. Yeah. Yeah. He has a Super Bowl. Uh, their their schedule is cake. They get Tampa Bay this week. I think he's going to carve up the Bucks. Yeah. Because they're still alive. Bucks really aren't. Um, I love Lamar Jackson the rest of the season, though. All right. Well, there you go. Lamar I'm Jackson. Killing, I'm killing no one. I'm wiping my hands killing, clean of the whole situation. Killing no one. That's that's amazing. That is, you know, what what you should do in your lifetime. Yeah. All right. Playoff playoff special. Playoff special. 
How lucky are so we? So you, you can put in air horns right there, too. Like the... Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, burr. All right, we did it. Yeah. Okay. That was can a soundboard. You, yeah, maybe cut that and then put it. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They're not going to get it. All right. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Defense special teams. Atlanta versus Arizona. All right. Atlanta at home. Mm-hmm. Buffalo at home against Detroit. Yeah. Chicago at home versus Green Bay. What do you do? Boy. Fuck, Mary kill. You got to fuck a whole team, dude. Got to fuck a whole team. Well, I'm going to start by fucking the Atlanta Falcons defense against Arizona because I'll be goddamned. The Cardinals have... Here's the crazy thing. We were about seven weeks in and saying how historically bad the Bills offense was. The Cardinals offense at this point is worse. They are terrible. Correct. At home, if this was in Arizona, I would maybe feel a little bit differently. But that that Arizona offense is just in shambles. They can't block anybody. Josh Rosen can't throw to anybody. It's it's a recipe for disaster. I feel bad that this is the last memories that Larry Fitzgerald is going to have of the NFL. You know, going on the road to Atlanta and just getting smoked in week 15. Yeah, if only he could have gone out with B.A. when they beat Seattle in Seattle last year. Mm. Just He could have. Could have. He could have. He could have. If only he could have won a Super Bowl. Nope, now I get to catch balls from Josh Rosen. I like that. I, I They are so bad. Atlanta is so bad on defense. Yeah. And they still are like the must-add team to play against the Cardinals. Yeah, and here's the thing with them. Like, they're going to pro- – they could give up a decent – amount of point just like fluke points you know but they're gonna get two or three turnovers they might turn one of those into a touchdown and that's what you're kind of banking on especially with an offense as bad as arizona's so i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say fuck atlanta's defense against pretty much anybody that's playing the cardinals it's a lot of guys it is it's a whole lot of guys but you know if you're uh if you're really dedicated you can make it happen. Yeah, I thought I thought it wasn't uh it was earlier this week you were texting me about how cute Deion Jones is. So you oh, get yeah. To, yeah, so you mm-hmm. you know, I guess it works out for you. Yeah. That's Tack cool. Tack McKinley. Good. Yeah. I'd like to mount McKinley as I as I've said in the past. You do have uh, that picture above your bed. I sure do. It's life size too. And 3D. I didn't know the 3D printers were that uh that advanced, but you know yep. what? Bulge, they are. Bulge and all. Yep, bulge. And, yeah, it was like this was his combine workout. That's kind of weird. So I'm gonna fuck Atlanta's defense against the Cardinals. All right, Mary. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Wow. I'm gonna go Buffalo the rest of the year. Now, a lot of that is tempting, just for the fact that they're playing Detroit this week, and with how terrible Detroit's offense is, you know, uh, uh, that's, you know, again, that's a recipe for disaster in Buffalo, in the cold. Exactly. Detroit plays indoors. Exactly. Even, I mean, Detroit could pick the game circumstances if they wanted to, and still wouldn't be able to win. Now, true. The bills still have to play the Patriots on the road next week. So that could be an issue where you might want to have a backup defense just in case. 
But Dolphins and Lions left on their schedule, both at home. I like those matchups for the Bills going forward, which means that as good as their defense has been, and statistically they've been the best team in the league against the run and against the pass, uh, I'm going to say kill Chicago's defense. That's the analysis you can only get on the fantasy morons, folks. Exactly. Uh, Justify this, please. There's no justification. Okay. That's that's the point. Okay. You don't, you don't want to justify it. No, no. As you said, Aaron Rodgers routinely carves up the Bears. It might be one of those games where the Packers are like, oh, this is a team that probably should have been good this year. Uh, Bryce Callahan was just placed on IR. Yep. That could have some lasting implications. So the Packers matchup next week against the 49ers, not as concerned but again, the 49ers still have George Kittle. He's doing big things kind of regardless of the opponent. And then they finish the year at the Vikings. And that Vikings team could be desperate and could be slinging it all over the place. And Thielen or Diggs could be in line for a pretty big game uh, because probably Mike Zimmer's job depends on it. He, it might depend on that last last week of the year, depending on how they play the rest of the season. So as good as the Bears have been, you know, they're still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be fine, but I'm going to say stay away from them for the rest of the year. All right. There you have it. Kill Chicago's defense. Kill Chicago's defense. Now, it would All be right. tough so we, we have a to couple figure out how listener to kill 11 here. people at the same time. But here's what you do. What you do is going back to, you know, what I was saying about Elijah McGuire, you sentence... 11 members, all 11 members of the Bears defense. The bench players can get out of this scot-free. It's totally fine. You sentence them to life in prison. And as they're walking in to the jail cells, for some reason, you know, prison overcrowding, they're all stuck in the same one. It doesn't seem like a very good idea, honestly. And as they're, they're about to enter this cell, they look and they see... Elijah McGuire in his own cell. It's an NFL sponsored prison. Okay. Which they should have. They probably should, but you know, they haven't found a facility big enough. So as they're walking to their cells, they look and they see Elijah McGuire and he's playing Madden. And that seems like, wow, this is a really cool prison. They let you play Madden. And they ask him, they say, uh, Hey Elijah, who are you playing as? Like you're playing, playing Madden. That looks fun. And he says, I'm in my third game of playing with the Washington Redskins with Mark Sanchez at quarterback. And right after they hear that, they all go to the tallest point in the prison. And in a beautiful 4-3 base suicide, they jump at the same time. They bring some pressure off the edge and ultimately crash into the concrete below thus ending their very promising playoff you didn't kill anyone in this episode you just hypothetically said hypothetically that you want them to go to jail and that this just happens here's here's the thing okay i'm getting i thought i had the filter figured out on my gmail but our lawyers emails are going through now okay so now they're all in caps 
used to be just parts of it. Some of them are in red. And so I, I figured I'm going to tone down the rhetoric a little bit, but you know, there's always a way to get around something, yeah. you know, freedom of speech. Yeah. Except you can't, you know, talk about killing people. By the way, we have a new lawyer. It's not your cousin, is it? Ricky? <laughs> I told you, he audited three law classes, okay? He knows his stuff. Dude, you said he only knows maritime law. We record on shore. Not anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll text you the latitude and longitude for next week. You got us a boat? We have a boat, the Fantasy Morons boat? Yeah, don't look too much into it. It is it is somebody's boat, yes. I won't say whose. But like I said, we have a new lawyer. Ricky better not be on the boat. Do you know that our old lawyer liked to boat in his free time? I just learned that. I haven't I haven't heard from him in a little bit. He must have gone on one of his trips. He's a lawyer. He does lawyer and things. Does you lawyer know? Stuff. All right. Well, I guess we'll be on a boat next week. He's got um, an alibi. Hey, we have, Sorry, a li- I've got an alibi. We, we have a listener question. Oh, we do. Yeah. This one comes from uh, Scotty in Miami. Scotty. Oh, hey, what's up, Scotty? What's up, Scotty? Thanks for listening. Uh, Scotty wants to know, does this look infected? Well. And a picture here. Oh. Oh, oh my. Oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Scotty, dude. Scotty, look, you live in Miami. You didn't need to send a picture. We could have just guessed. The wound is still open. Why Why are you not at a hospital? Oh, this is a live photo, too. This. Why Why did you send that? It, it, how does it look like it's getting bigger? What does this have to do with fantasy football? Yeah. Are you? Do you have, like, the wrong email address? I, I would get stitches before you check the waiver wire. I mean, look, I know that there's deadlines, but for Christ's sake, like, you're not going to live to see the the end of your championship game i've never seen that much pus before i i don't know if that's pus honestly that's i don't think that's fluid has been identified yet scotty dude nasa's doing tests on that scotty drive up to fort lauderdale find a cheap doctor and get that thing looked at yeah please or else you're gonna lose your dick i'm gonna like i better post this soon actually or else we're probably not going to have a question from Scott. I might just week. email him. Okay. I might just email him back right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, if you guys have questions, you can email us at uh, fantasymorons at gmail.com. You sure can. We check it sometimes, uh-huh. like every couple weeks. Still waiting on that first lovely, lovely uh, email yep. from people asking about fantasy football, not sending us their open flesh wounds. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it could be you. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash fantasy morons podcast. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play at the Fantasy Morons. And we are on Twitter at Fantasy FB Morons, where you can interact with us. We have two followers right now. It is Connor. It is myself. And we are thriving. And that is all you need. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Please help us get famous. We're going to get sued from that jingle. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was working on it at work. Oh, okay. I thought it'd be I've never better heard that when before. we are. We've never harmonized. No. So I didn't think it would just no. come together on the podcast. I, I was totally off key. Yeah. I'm never off key, yeah. but I was off key that time. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. All right. And it's singing lessons. A key. 
Yeah, just kidding. It's a knife because you keep asking me to get you a knife. Okay. The big one that I asked for? Yes, the big, the big one. one? Okay. The big one, not to give it away, but yeah. yes. That's actually the only size it comes in. It doesn't have specs. It just says big. It it's, says big. it's more like a it says, sword. It says big knife. That's thank, what I call Thank you guys for listening this long. If you did indeed make it this far. God bless you. Uh, good luck in playoffs this week. We will see you next week, whether you win or lose, whether we win or lose. Honestly, if we both lose, we might not be back. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. But thanks for listening. And don't forget to play like a moron this week. Thanks for listening, everybody.